0: Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. It is post what well, a day removed from a wonderful second game at Allianz Field. We will talk all about it, but it, it looks like it's just me and Eric today. So we will bore you to death with all our <laughs> comable and... Uh, other anecdotes that probably none of you will really care about you know we're the only reason people tune into this show is
1: bridget bridget is the yeah i was gonna say bridget will listen to this later and just like throw her phone against the wall exactly
0: right we don't really care that you listen we just want you to download we like the clicks we depend (laughs) on the clicks so
1: eric how you doing buddy doing good man it was a a nice match yesterday excuse me and a a big part of hmm, that's on my throat a big part of that for me is is having that nice evening bike ride so it was good to get back in the routine and ride the bike. I'm going to get something to drink. You take it. How are you?
0: You know, a lot of people just, uh, cause it, it was just me and Nubia at the stadium and everybody knows, well, the majority of people know where we sit. And so it was just, I got a lot of text messages asking me where my kids were because the the whole row wasn't full. And so like I had people be like, Hey, date night. I'm like, well, I, I guess I guess it was a date night because it was just me and Nubia and we were having fun, but we had several people step by and talk to us, but Apparently it's not a Minnesota United game unless all my kids come. So like that was one of the things that we were probably, some
1: of those several people. We were looking for you and a mutual friend and I of of ours and I and, and then you were like, yeah, come sit down there. And we're like, well, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so, like hang out yeah, with them. Yeah, I mean, like it was
0: it was last minute. You know, Como. Uh, I don't know if you, the high school anyone who follows high school basketball. Como actually was playing. Played earlier that day at Concordia for the third place in in their section. Oh, got it. And so they won. And so there's been a lot of like high school going to games and all that other stuff, which means that my kids really got like two unexcused absences during the week just to go watch them play. So that means that they had homework to do. And so they were like, no, I have friends over. We're going to do homework. And I was like, "Okay." And I wasn't really in the mood of, of trying to, you know, find two more people. And I was like, you know, we'll just go. We'll just go, we'll drop off Santi with my dad because he wants to do that on Saturdays, and then we'll just yeah. go
1: because Santi was again, I'll you, Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say we'll take you up on it now that I understand that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, got so it. like whenever you see me and there's empty seats on there, just come on down, <laughs> walk up with a, there you you go. you know, you get to sit down and you get a really good view. And we and um, you know, we got to see some really interesting things down there while we're down there, so
1: nice. Um, well, let's kick it off. Just a quick mention from last week, we put some, some of the Immediate reactions of the of the Sunday match at the at the end of last week, um, but the following day, uh, pretty big reveal that uh, DSC after having that ridiculous match of how many saves I think seven, including the uh, eight the
0: yeah eight saves eight global, and the yeah. PK.
1: I mean he just stood on his head and it was it was cool to see him get respect on all the other podcasts and the national MLS meeting and everything. But anyway, he gets MLS Player of the Week, which is well deserved and pretty badass. And I don't know, it, it hasn't happened very often. For any Minnesota players, and I think he's the first keeper to yep, ever He's get the it.
0: first keeper to get it. I mean, even when Vito Minone was uh goalkeeper of the year, he never right. got on that. And he had that's that right. amazing PK save to keep that win against uh yep. Dallas. Against I remember Dallas that. that one time. I remember going crazy that day. So yeah, yeah, yeah we I were mean, right there right behind it.
1: <laughs> that that yeah, was one of those things. So yeah, it's huge. What a great honor. And yeah, it is. I put in here. And this kind of uh, uh, buries the lead, but how's it going to mess with the roster? Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, you know, it's kind of a good problem to have, I suppose. We have the two really good keepers, but obviously, like we like we talked about, uh, DSC is the future, and hopefully they keep him around. Or if they do let him go, you know, he maybe he ends up in Europe and he, he goes somewhere with some with a really nice payday.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, and and I was. And I'm in the, in the camp of saying, you know, until Miller really messes up, he should be a starting keeper. Right. But at the same time, I, I, I want him to get minutes. And I guess that I would, I would, I would have been okay because it's San Jose and we know San Jose is not Nashville. San Jose is not the Red Bulls. San Jose is not Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they're, they're, you know, we seem to do successful against the man marking aspect of it. So, which was which was fine because he didn't really see that much action. I think he had one really cool save where he flicked the ball over and almost went in um but uh, but besides that, he was solid. he didn't have too much to do. um people he does need to work on his distribution better, but that'll come with progress, but i don't i don't I don't think like he'll have um uh, more opportunities coming up i mean unless you know Heath really thinks that you know this is the time to do it and we don't know something about miller and miller has something else going on
1: yeah maybe Who somebody knows? comes from miller too yeah and that, i that don't know i don't know
0: so that's that's going to be interesting but regardless yes the kid did a good job on that yeah, game correct. it was, it was a crazy game i mean like he literally stopped i don't know like four or five chance scoring opportunities he didn't yep. have that much action this game but overall i think he said he did a he did a solid, you know, he did okay. So,
1: Let's talk about uh, d- during the week on the 16th, um, we learned mostly why Gasper, obviously he was dealing with a, a head injury as well, but uh, we got a amazingly forth, uh, forthcoming communication from the team that doesn't generally happen. They don't usually tell us anything. Um, basically saying that Gasper has voluntarily, voluntarily, enter the sbh that's a substance abuse and behavioral health program for personal reasons and we'll be going undergoing assessment and i'm assuming treatment and therapy and so good on him we we of course here at the Minnesota football show and i know through the supporters everybody supports him and we wish him wellness and we wish him solidarity and i mean between you and i rodrigo and bridget and everybody on this program we've all been dealing with our own mental health situations and, and uh, complications over the years. So, you know, we we get it. And then this is even in a higher level when you're dealing with substance abuse, potentially. Um, so we send our solidarity and and support for him as well and and hope that it goes well. And hopefully he gets back as quickly as he can.
0: Yeah, I mean, I best our best wishes go out to Chase and family members who are, have, have a new Deal with this as well too, and I mean, I'm just glad that um, you know steps were taken, and you know he's in a position where he's he's seeking help and getting and hopefully getting better sooner. Um, A lot of people don't have that option, right? So it's it's good for the MLS uh, Player Association to be a very good supportive of that. You know, I wish Portland would do the same thing. You know. Mm. Uh, you know, and other situations, but yeah, besides that, I mean, you know, sending best wishes. So
1: yeah, definitely. And, and de- directly related to that. So then Minnesota signs, Kamar Lawrence, I don't know a lot about him, but, um, I, I was with MJ yesterday in the stands and he was speaking very highly of him really likes him. Um, Jamaican international. He apparently he won defender of the year in 2018 or 19. I think it was with the red bulls. He he mentioned that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I'm, I'll wait till to, to see it. I suppose see it to believe it, kind of thing. But uh, I, I generally trust. I, I do trust MJ's opinion. So you know, see what he can do if he, if he can yeah, bring I, it and hold it down right on.
0: Overall, is we've talked about how and we've seen how quality depth makes a difference in our midfield and our attacking uh, field. But we have not had the opportunity to invest that kind of energy and time in our defensive. Uh, but, and I think now, you know, with what's going on with Chase and as well as other things, you know, that will be a main focus, hopefully. And I think that will be that will be something that will be uh, put on the line. So I think it's a good it's a good signing for what. I think we I don't know we got them for how much, but it was cheap. So deaf signing, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm happy with it. You know, um, hopefully, will it will it will it will fruit some uh good opportunities and you really play with that death and nobody else gets injured in training right. so that way we don't have to deal with uh this other stuff so
1: yeah i mean the sooner we can get Debassy back into the the center back situation instead of having him play a fullback i think that that would be great as well he did well yesterday but i mean i'd still like to yeah back in you know
0: there. i i think he did well too i think coleman's also been having a good season so far uh and he's you know he's he's a plug-in player and i think he's put his effort but at the same time like
1: it's a big difference when he's, it's
0: a big difference once yeah. you once you have somebody out there so
1: correct correct um some mls movement news I, all these really young super talented brasileiros are now like all heading to the new york teams and like the la teams and stuff like that like avoiding all all of our our flyover territory here in, in the midwest um so gabriel pereira is a 20 year old striker for corinthians that nycfc uh just announced to put him alongside um Thales Magno, i guess and i mean yeah he's great um just didn't have the greatest season last year but nonetheless talented kid super young and i just put in here I, the MNUFC MN ufc scouts and marketing need to like let these guys know that you know last week i talked about we went to the Marisa Monchi concert. We got to let them know that, hey, all, all the big Brazilian artists are going to tour here too. You can still see them. <laughs> it's not, maybe they won't come as frequently as they will to, to New York. And yeah, it gets a little colder here or a lot colder. Um, but they'll still come. They'll still be here. We can provide you with some MPB. <laughs> plus, plus,
0: we have bigotes. They don't have bigotes in New York. That's what that's That's, what it that's it. the marketing? Yeah. No, no, that's the marketing. marketing. I to cook okay. Okay. to this <laughs> is like the biggest marketing food we have,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, I'd like to see one of these guys make it over to our neck of the woods one of these days instead of, you know, either New York or LA. I think or, the New York Orlando. move is really
0: interesting because there's always been rumors that Thales is, is going to be moved somewhere over Europe or he's going to be traded with soon. So hmm. maybe that's a replacement move. Which is great, I think, because they proved them to, proven to be able to nurture that player good enough. This is only his live.
1: second year, though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Huh. But he was such a big, big deal in the in the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm, he scored that mm-hmm. second goal, and then he was able to set up the other one. So I like.
1: Yeah, who knows? You know. Who knows? Um, let's go to NWSL Challenge Cup. it things got rolling here. So we had uh racing Louisville and Kansas City tie. Louisville actually had this in the bag until like the very end. I think Kansas City scored in the 80-something they minutes. They, yeah. But so well, here's one, the thing one. too. The go one ahead. thing
0: about the the wonderful thing about the NWSL um challenge cup is like everyone starts at the same level. Like yeah, 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 Everyone's yeah. like, Yeah, here we go. They're getting their legs under themselves. They're trying to get that. And you can tell that the first, you know, 20, 25, 30 minutes was like Nuts is like offense, 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 and Louisville put it in, and then you know um, Kansas City just kept on pressing and yeah. eventually got that second goal, that got that tying goal, and I think that was it. I think Louisville just sat back too much and didn't really go out and try to press and attack as much as they could have to be able to slow the game down more. But overall, I mean, it was it was a fair result because that second half was all so Kansas City. So.
1: Yep. Uh, the rain and Portland Thorns also tied 1 1. And then these matches were on Friday, by the way. So then yesterday, you had North Carolina Courage 2 0 over Gotham. I put up some highlights of Debian just like breaking people's ankles. Like, oh, God. She's wow. still
0: my favorite player to watch. Oh, oh,
1: oh the moves. Yeah, just yeah. beautiful, beautiful moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Orlando Pride and Washington Spirit tied 0 0. And then the late match for us that was regular time there in California, you had the debut of the two expansion sides angel city. FC and San Diego wave and they both tied one one as well and got to see the uh, one of the partial owners there and kind of the woman that kicked all the, the whole process off a uh, famous actress natalie portman and her family were out there center circle i, I don't know if, did, did they start the uh the kickoff like a symbolic kind of kickoff thing or they just give them like no I, You know, this
0: game was going right in the middle of, of the minnesota united game so there was very hard yeah. to be able to keep track. i, I just saw a it.
1: couple highlights i, I just yeah, saw it I out did too. there i also saw yeah.
0: that, you know it was like i caught the tail end of that game because when we still got <laughs> home it was still going on but there was like each team had like 15 plus shots so this is yeah. one of those games where like plenty opportunities to score and i think it was a, a fair ending to the game, I had both of the sides so on one. Um, yeah. but I just Good think for San overall, Diego like, though
1: everybody thought that Angel City was just gonna like blow through the division and be like this new powerhouse, like LAFC or whatever, and it's no, just gonna cool see San so. Diego. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. San Diego kind of held their own. Yeah,
0: no, and and I mean both of them have players on their rosters, so like it's not mm-hmm. it's not like you know, it's like you know, a USL to the team right that got brought up no they, they got they got players on that team so I, I think it's just going to be really interesting and um i just i'm looking forward just to be able to be able to watch more more matches and, and see what else said if, and if at one point you know we get some of the other u.s women national team players to come make it here that would be pretty cool
1: groovy Let's head to uh, what we have alluded to already. Match yesterday at Allianz Field. Second home game of the season. Minister United hosting the Calvo Gushes, I put here. San Jose Calvo Gushes. The Calvo Calvo Gushules.
0: Calvo Jules. I was trying to figure out which sign I would make for this. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up, you know, if I would have known about Calvo Gushes, I would have probably would have made that. (laughs) So I took my yeah. I miss I miss Chacon sign with me, and then my wonderful, beautiful, amazing wife like vetoed every time I try to go grab the the sign You're out the of You're the best,
1: Nubia. So. You're the best. I got a great shot of Greguš. He was like, you know, feet in front of us there on the far left side when he took a a corner kick, and I put that one up on the Instagram just to i still forget how tall that dude is like even when he played for us he's so tall like he he, him and i mentioned this in the notes here this is the first time i got to see Ariaga play Ariaga is a monster and i didn't realize it and like until maybe like the 10 15 somewhere in between two things happened one he ended up i think it was a must have been a set piece and he was by Coleman, and Coleman's tall Coleman's like six one six two right something like that he's gotta be um, anyway, and so Adiaga ends up next to him. Adiaga's got like two or three inches on Brent Coleman. And then another thing happened where he confronted the ref, and the ref looked like a child. He was barely up to his shoulder.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was looking down onto him. I yes. was like, wow. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's if that, that's that intimidating for a ref. I don't know what is.
1: Yes, exactly. I was like, all right, this dude. This is the big guy,
0: but that's, that's the thing though, too. Is like, I think Arihaga's like vertical is so huge.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I'm pretty sure he can dunk a ball, no problem. I'm
1: sure, I'm sure,
0: yeah. I'm sure if someone introduced him to, to hey, Go dunk a ball. That's probably one of the things that he's going to be able to do because, yeah, so, man, he's got hops, like, he can yeah. jump up
1: there. Um, as alluded to earlier, so we were wondering, well, who's going to get the style well, after that performance? Uh, DSC is in goal to start. And we we were aware that something happened with Fragapane, so Bongi gets the start, and man, that name is going to come back. What a firecracker! Um, and then Dotson was over at right back. That's kind of where things began. It changed. Yeah, and eventually. and I think
0: that was you know we went with uh, I think it was a four two three one as well, right? Mm. So we had debasi on the left, uh, Coleman and Boxel in the, in the center backs, and Dotson on the right. And then what I was really interested is I wanted to know where Ariaga was going to go. Because usually, what that means is that you have defensive cover. At least the games that he started, he likes to track back a lot, he likes to be physical, and likes to be able to take up space. And so, like I was, I was thinking, do, do I want him on that side, or well, do I want him on the bossy side? And um, by the formation, you could tell on the left side you had Ariaga and Bongi, so that means that you had the youth, and the aggressiveness and the aspect on that side to be able to kind of. Relieve some of those duties uh, for the bossy, I thought, you know, that would that that last time he played on there was didn't go so well for him. Right. And it's also, you know, I'm not trying to talk down to San Jose, but San Jose, you don't know what you get with San Jose. Like they could be all on or they can be all off like they were this game. And I think um, it's just one of those things. The demand marking system works to an extent. But, you know, um, against us has always been it works to our advantage. So.
1: It's good segue. Uh, right away, uh, fourth minute, we were lucky not to have been scored on because there was a little bit of a breakdown and I, it, it might have been Debasi, I'm not sure. It, it happened down that side, but Espinoza got through and, and essentially had a 1v1 and just skied it, but that made us pretty nervous, like just to start off right away. Um, Rain also has a pretty sweet corner, about the 10th minute that, I mean, as it's moving, this was in the opposite side of the goal at this point. And energy, I think, is what MJ called it, which I love. I mean, you just you just never know what's going to happen when the ball touches his feet or when he makes a yeah. cut or whatever. It's it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's,
0: it's fun, fun to watch. watch. I mean, you can totally see the raw talent aspect yep. of it, right? There's some things that he needs to finesse with, but overall, like the energy and intensity, that's what you kind of need. Absolutely. I think one of the things too for me is that, and I think I don't know who was it that tried it. Was it? I think it was Boxy. Um, he was being left alone a whole time on an up top left wing. Like he was, uh, so he was just doing that. And then, um, I wish he would have been able to, to get the ball over to him. And I think one time that the boxy, like I said, tried it, chipped it all over him and he got kind of close to it. And I think just, if you are able to see him open, just try to get him the ball that will make the center backs and defense be more aware of where he is. And then will open up more space, but whenever he gets the ball, I mean like this kid goes full blast and like, he's yes, like he a does. train. He's like a train. Yes, he, he doesn't, does. he'll hit someone and he'll try to get the ball through. You know, he's not a finesse type of player, right. That will do i uh, uh, I'll do a move around a player, right. He's just, he'll just go just straight goes, through, just goes, just goes. Just goes. Yeah. And I think some of that is, is great. And I think Reynoso and, um, Lou and Amarilla are beginning to understand that when he makes those runs and they can time it well, he's really effective. I was yep. also impressed with Amarilla's cheekiness on, and, and like, you know, flicks and passes and all the other stuff. I was like, I was like, I didn't know he had that much, such good of a touch when he came on to it. So it's like having another midfielder that can create once the ball gets to him. So that was, that was fun to watch.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, we, we had, uh, Bobasi had a couple close attempts like right in front of us as well and there was a there was a guy in front of us that was that was asking about him and and we let him know I was like well this is kind of one of the many that got away and it's interesting to think about it now that you know Abobasi's there and Don Lottie is now back <laughs> the fact that we picked Don Lottie over Abobasi in that draft um and then Jackson Ewell at center back was a trip too like I couldn't I kept looking for him. <laughs> just like he's way back well, oh my god this okay. So,
0: do you do you know what he? Uh, so, someone asked him, um asked um San Jose coach, which is a well while back in an interview, why Jackson Jewell is playing in center back, and like yeah. I get, I kind of get. You know, when I'm when I'm a coach, a young coach, I like to put people in every position Right, when I have my team, usually I tell the parents, I'm like, everyone's gonna play everywhere. Your job is not to tell me where you want your kid to play. Your job is just to bring snacks. And cheer for your kid and all the kids. And that's your job. That's it. And so like I have really like talented, amazing players like that are very uh attack minded. And so when I paid them on defense, it's like they have all the time in the world to try to figure things out. And that's what that's what that's what um that's what the coach had said. It's like, look, he's a great midfielder in midfield. You need to be able to make decisions quickly, right? But when you're in the center back or defensive position. You have the time to be able to have to make a decision. And if you're a midfielder playing in that position, then you can see the whole field better and be able to make the decision. And I say, I say, I think that's a valid assessment. I don't think, um, I don't think he he feels that way. But I think the thing for me yeah. is that he, because you saw Jackson Jewell at points leave being a center back.
1: Oh, yeah. He, he, he came so way he has, forward. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he
0: has the liberty to do whatever he wants, in a sense. And so, like, I get that. And I think that that's warranted what it needs to be. But one of the things that Jackson Yule was fun to watch was him and Reynoso going at
1: each other. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Who those two did not like each other. And they were throwing bodies and elbows. Yeah. I mean, and the they're about the same size. Minutes, that's that's yeah. the thing I
1: was going to say. Is he's not that big of a guy. But you're right. You're right. Those two were all matched. They were in yeah, each other's first. Series
0: the first 10 minutes the amount of fouls and yellows that were coming out yep, it was yep. like the orange team wasn't doing so such, such great of a orange job,
1: team so. yeah well said um 22nd i've got uh bongi had a nice little cheeky pass to amarilla that chipped it just high but that was just a preview uh 10 minutes later you get it go amarilla um uh, nice swinging pass in from lud and it was hard to tell for, again from our distance whether he at first we thought he it in or or chested it or something like that. But he got it. He got his got his laces right on it. Um pretty much in the only place you could. Uh volleys it right in. Beautiful goal. Twenty more, Rodrigo, twenty more.
0: And you know what the funny thing is? Is uh Bridget might might uh contradict me, but of all the angles that I saw this goal in, I swear to God, that ball is deflected by cavo I think.
1: Oh, I didn't know it was Calvo. I didn't, it was I didn't Calvo. think about the deflection. Oh, it's beautiful. The, the, the player the,
0: the player that goes out and that. tries to, you know, do his late run sort of yeah. press kind of half-ass job is Calvo on that oh,
1: cross. Put it in my veins. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's my next note. Calvo getting a yellow right before halftime. Oh, I love it so much, Rodrigo. That makes me smile. Yay. Um, so one nil halftime. Pretty good overall. I thought, I mean, we'll talk about second half now but i mean second half for me it got a little slow got a little boring uh Sky's an opportunity early um amadija Bong- had
0: several opportunities that i thought he should have put away
1: well i've got so. the bongi shot in here too off of Amadia that was that was so much fun and we were like losing our minds cuz was coming right at us and it wasn't a great shot but nonetheless just to see him actually starting to get more confident to like take it yep
0: I mean, that, that goal was beautiful. Yes. I mean, that was one of the things yes. that Marija was, i mean, was so impressed with his cheekiness. Yeah. Like he has a ball and he sees the person running, he'll flick it. Right. And it and that he was there. Just,
1: Bongi was there.
0: And then he shot it. I mean, that would have been grandicious of a, of a goal if it would have gone in, but
1: well, I, th- I think it's coming, man. I mean, th- this is kind of what's building. It's just getting that chemistry between everybody, like you mentioned, and man, one of those is going to click for sure. Um, so we had some substitutions, Uh Taylor and Fragapane come in and everybody's going bananas in the supporter section for Bongi as he walks off. Um, And, I, you know, I, I understand why the substitution is made, but at the same time, as soon as this happens, it's like shifting out of fifth gear back to like second gear because like yeah. he, he's like the energy man, like he's like the nitro and we took right. out the nitro.
0: <laughs> I think that was one of the things too is that it took a lot of transition because then you were – you know Dan Lodi comes in, uh Fragapani yep. comes in, it changes the 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 dynamic of, of totally. what our outlet is. And so it takes a little bit more. Uh I mean DJ Taylor came in eventually, right? Yep. And so like so that became more like just like a situational thing. It's like what are we going to do? We're really holding on to for that for that win and not going out to try to win it overall. Like yeah, and we down. had our chances, right? I mean, San Jose tried to do what they want to. They they brought in uh, my favorite play, cowbell, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and lots of questions between me and my wife: Is he still wearing the hockey hair mullet? Did he dye his hair? You know, all these wonderful um, Kevin. Uh, Was it? What's the Kevin Sorbo type of type of hair looking? Oh jeez, I got it. Yeah. So you know, I, and I feel bad for Bobasi because he didn't get the servers that he needed. And I think that's one of the things about this man-marking system, with uh, with Jackson playing center back most of the time, or back in the defense. It's just weird.
1: So um, can I tell you, I always, I still forget that Abu Dunladi is on this team. Like I did, I. It's 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 like that entire thing. was like a I don't know parallel universe that never entered my reality. And like once he was gone, he's gone. Even though he's back, so when he came on, I'm just like, oh yeah that guy. Um, my favorite part of the entire match, even more uh-huh. than the goal is at what? the very, very end. And I don't know if you guys caught this. We were laughing so hard. So loons are getting into time wasting, just cheeky mode or whatever, trying to just run down the clock. And as you mentioned, Reynoso goes off late. Uh, I think that, that was the Taylor one. Right. I can't remember who comes in.
0: No, Ja'Cory um, Hayes
1: comes in. Ja'Cory me. Hayes. Thank you. Um, but he's dawdling, and he's, like, milking the clock, trying to, you know. And the ref goes over to kind of, like, push him and get him moving a little bit faster. <laughs> and he turns around, and, like, the ref pushes him once, pushes him twice, and is about ready to give him a card. And so he put, he puts up his hand, like, he's going to give him a card. And right now, gives him five. <laughs> like, slaps his hand. <laughs> that, <laughs> I did that see. Oh, it was so good. We were laughing so hard. It was spectacular. Absolutely brilliant! I, you know, I, so I, I think screenshots
0: it. Yeah, the second half right. was his better half. The first half, he was non-existent. And I think, I, I think with Bongi in it, it just, it, he's still trying to figure out what 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 that role is. If it's a Fragopane, he understands where he's at, but, mm-hmm. um but it's also nice that knowing that we can actually do something without having to depend so much on Reynoso,
1: right? Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think that's
0: one of the things that like people may not be like, oh, Reynoso's playing bad. I'm like, if Reynoso's not doing the things that we see mostly Reynoso is doing, then maybe that means that some of our offense is actually doing what they're supposed to
1: be doing. Yes, so. yes, can't be one dimensional. Uh yeah. speaking of Fragapane, man, he, he got a great ball. I don't I'm not sure who fed that through ball, that was Dunladi. Dunladi, okay, there you go. Uh the the ghost that I would keep forgetting. Um, nice ball in stoppage time. He gets a 1v1 and absolutely chokes like all you needed to do was make a little cut or just wait a split second to see what the keeper was going to do and I, just yeah i don't know away. what he
0: was thinking in a
1: terrible decision i don't know well <laughs> we were joking around i was like maybe maybe he, he he was thinking about his um america first or a patriot front proud boy speech that he needs to make he got distracted <laughs> That's i don't speech. i don't like uh, i was very
0: confused because the people in my section were like were like we're like what is he doing i was like i'm like I don't know. Like all he had to do was either like just chip it over the keeper or just keep or just on hesitate. running. Just
1: hesitate. Yeah. Or or just like stop, let the let the keeper make a move and put it away.
0: And oh, like I terrible. don't know if like you know he's like maybe I should waste time and then he was gonna just keep on dribbling. I don't know. I would I I would have been okay if he would have just dribbled to the to to the flag and just stood there until someone came and get him. Yeah, like I would have been OK with that, but just I don't know, like he's off in some sort of way. And I know he's it, it was it, was very, it was, was very strange. That was that was a goal that needed to go in.
1: Agreed. Agreed. So there's your final one nil. A win is a win is a win. That's that's eight points now in four matches. And considering we were at zero this time last season, uh, pretty huge improvement. We're actually currently at number two. In the West standings, uh, the matches are gonna still happen today, so that may that may change in the next few hours. But right now, number two, um, definitely should have been that fragger goal. I, I think the Lud one too could have been inside. It's like it's San Jose, man. You want to put up some numbers. We probably should have had at least three goals in this match, but again, win is a win, eight points, take it. Um, still room for improvement, as we've mentioned, and but again, we're number two, man, gotta enjoy it. I, I
0: just I'm just more happy about just the the um the energy from the team. Last year mm-hmm. we were all down, you know, and I think confidence is building. So yes. and I think Reynoso is I mean like when he was coming over to take corners on our side, like everyone was clapping and cheering for him. He just kept everyone giving the thumbs up every time. Like he he kept on like, giving thumbs up so much that like he was delayed like he was doing to delay the corners, right? Because we were winning, so like I totally get it. But I thought I was, you know. But my favorite thing besides winning is always watching the kids kick the ball in after the game. Oh yeah, I think it's it like uh, one of my favorite traditions that I'll boxy's Young. daughter this time. Yeah, boxy's daughter, yeah. and then his son tried to do it. It was funny, and then Will Trap, and then Will Trap tried to get his kid to do it. That's he right. Do it, and so like we're working on it. Will Trap, we'll get him. We'll get your kid ready to go.
1: Sure performance anxiety
0: Performance anxiety is okay <laughs> we'll get it going don't worry about all it right. just keep on trying will that's all i want the will to know is just we, we will we will support it any other way we would love to have one uh speaking we'll
1: of will Trapp, Trapp, he didn't have a great game man like, i i gotta say there there were some poor decisions i mean he wasn't horrible but he wasn't great either <clears throat> excuse me some some strange passes uh, out of position a few times um he's got to tighten it up
0: yeah, I mean I think that's that's something that he needs to do. It's it's just I think it's also different when you play with Ariaga. I think Ariaga takes up so much space. And and which is great, but at the same time, that man that man is not I mean, my fear is that man's gonna get injured and be out for like a couple of weeks or like a month or so. Cause there was times that he was down that I thought he was out. I go, Oh, that looks like a knee problem, but then he get up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was down for a few minutes. I, I do remember so that, that. That's
0: that's my thing with Ariago. I think he's great when you need that physicality and that quick outburst to go do stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I also saw Dotson doing that a lot once the formation switched and he could play in the midfield. He was he was pushing the ball up. He was trying to do things. I think Dotson had a decent game. Um, you know, for for where he was put onto it, I I guess he had more than a decent game. Um, uh, I know Dunlady didn't get a lot of time and I'm sure he had a certain assignment on the aspect of what he was supposed to be doing because he does not press like an amarilla presses. Amaria always is pressing the ball. And I think that's one of the things I like Amaria up top, but regardless, I mean, if, if, if Ragapane puts away the Dunlady assist, that's a, you know, that, that puts him over like being in, in a good situation. So he was okay. I I think DSC had some good time, good, good performances. I think this was an okay one. There wasn't a lot to do except stop a couple of shots. Yeah, but overall, I mean, it, overall, I think this, you know, he it's it's good to build a confidence, you know.
1: Well, let's talk, but, let's talk about this uh this MLS, these these scores yesterday, man, because there's these were some wild banana scores that I never could have predicted. I don't think anybody could really predict. Um, the two huge ones that stand out are FC Cincinnati 3 to 1 over just absolutely Brandon trash Plaskus, pile baby. into Miami he gets a brace yes um and then the other one that I could not have predicted Charlotte FC first win 3 to 1 over New England Revolution we say that I again I did not watch
0: that game but I'm Charlotte going to watch FC
1: the replay 3-1 over New England hello Wow, what a win. What Wait, a it, win.
0: Does that mean that we're not we're we're no longer in the estamos jodidos stage? I those, I, maybe. Those branches?
1: I mean, that's that's a pretty remarkable win. I watched some of those goals too. They were good goals. Um, and as if that weren't enough, Philadelphia takes out NYCFC. They are top of the East right now. Toronto beats DC 2 to 1. I, this one also surprised me. Uh LA Galaxy hosts Orlando and Orlando wins 1-0. Uh off their new guy, uh Ferreira, I think, right? Yes. Or no. Facundo, yeah.
0: What? Facundo scored, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Huge. Um, Atlanta and Montreal tying 3-3, just goal fast, defense optional. Uh, and then Chicago getting a huge win, 3-1. Shaquiri gets his first uh, goal. I think it was a PK, if I'm not mistaken. Man, sporting is like – they're, like, digging themselves a hole. It's like MNUFC last year.
0: Yeah, you. I don't know. Like, they'll they'll be – which 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 team is going to show up right now? They're Jackal and Hyde, just like we were last
1: season. But totally. did you
0: see that uh, Dallas, Lonely Dallas, yes. put four goals against to. Portland? I was like, woo.
1: That, that was my forehead. I messed it up. Yeah, he got a hat trick in 10 minutes. Just sick. Uh, another one I couldn't have predicted. Uh, and then Houston, Colorado tying. And then Real Salt Lake, what's happening? Two to one over Nashville. That's two Nashville losses in a row. And Salt Lake are number one in the West right now. It's it's The standings are weird, Rodrigo.
0: Yeah, it's early in the season. They're weird. Embrace it. But I got to watch that game. And, like, Nashville had their opportunities. But here's the thing. I think Dax McCarty comes in, like, in the 70th minute. And then he gets a yellow card for uh for stopping play, right? Like, he literally just, like, jumped on someone's back to stop him because that would have been another goal. And then um, another homegrown player gets his first time from RSL. And he takes the ball to the corner flag to waste time. Dax McCarty comes over then trying to steal the ball, pushes him sort of like physical with it. The, the kid falls on top of the ball, right? So then Dax McCarty jumps over him and then he tries to back heel the ball into Ooh. out of out of his area. So he
1: just I literally hits him going. in the chest.
0: Yep. Automatic red.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, that is I was like, I don't get that. Like, Ouch. why would you even want to try to do that? Like, I get you trying to get the ball out and like, you know, I get you losing away, but regardless, you know, like that is, you know, and Dax McCarty has a reputation of, of, of being aggressive in a center, but th- there's no, there's no need for that. I mean, come on. Right. And so, so yeah.
1: Well, the thing with all this chaos and and madness with these scores, I mean, it, it's, it's actually kind of helping the loons. As long as they keep winning and tying everything else can go up in flames and here we are number two so i guess we'll take it
0: yeah i mean you'll take what you can and if you look at it you know like um and this is a salt lake without david ochoa right Mm -hmm. so i think their their keeper their keeper deserves uh um kudos to the way that they stepped in for for ochoa but i mean if you look at um let's see what's our schedule like i want to see the just like the upcoming games that we have uh so we're
1: off. everybody's off next well there might be a couple matches but well, oh yeah we break. don't play
0: until april 2nd
1: so right so, so right. but then
0: we have seattle right at allianz that's going to be a game yep and you have austin you know austin's been playing pretty decently but they lost to portland one nothing. so we'll see where we can yep. take and then we have colorado and then we have chicago so
1: if they play today. Austin plays today. Austin, LAFC, and uh, mm-hmm. Columbus. And so
0: those are guys. the next four games for us in April. So those are not—it's not the easiest schedule, right there, right? I mean, no, Seattle, after Colorado, these sports,
1: I don't know. I—I I feel, I feel okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel okay. I, I gotta agree. take it with the loons. You gotta take it. If you feel okay. You're doing all right. All right, let's take a break and do some international stuff. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. Welcome
0: to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. We are diving into the international news, international football all over the world. And um, as we know... The last round of qualifiers for the World Cup was coming up. So
1: Yeah, I've got – let's talk about it now. Why not, man? This, this is a huge one, particularly for you, um, for Conmebol. I mean, the, still going for those last three spots, including that that fifth playoff spot where Peru currently is. Is Uruguay in third or fourth? I know they're, like, right around there, above you.
0: Yeah, I think they're right above us. So I think they're in fourth or so, I mean, fifth, so yeah.
1: This, this is a big one, Rodrigo. This Uruguay hosting Peru, and you're both like hovering around that spot. I mean, man, a loss would be rough, but but a tie would be probably okay. But this would be the win, man. This this is like Peru needs to make a statement. Go to Montevideo, take care of it.
0: Make another statement? I mean, we beat Colombia at Colombia.
1: Yeah, but this is not this is like where it matters, though. This is like this is like you do this and you're probably going to the World Cup.
0: Yeah, I I get that. Also, it's really nice seeing uh, Uruguayan players in media giving the accolades to Peru that never been there before. So I kind of feel weird about it. I feel kind of like I'm being baited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see about that. But no, it's it's a huge game. So we'll it's see a what huge it is. Game, yeah.
1: And then also mentioning on uh, is it Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember. Mexico hosting the United States. Uh, That'll be fire. There's always lots of room for the madness. Yeah, with no, no with no McKinney, McKinney. that's going exactly. to be exactly.
0: that's going to be a really interesting thing. I don't know. Yep. Like Agreed. I, you know, I've I've stated this is McKinney's team, and I just hope that other players pick it up. But at this point, I'm not too hopeful. So either a zero zero draw or, you know, uh, or a one one draw, whatever. But I, I or but if they walk away with with like big points out of this, this is, I mean, this pretty much seals it, right? I mean, like,
1: yeah. That'd be going that, into the world. There Cup? again, yeah. that'd, that'd be a huge statement if they can do it at Azteca. We'll see. But again, a tie, that's fine. Um, all right. Let's talk, talk champions league. We are down to semi-finals um, or quarterfinals rather, my bad. Um, so round of 16 here, Ajax and Benfica played it out and Benfica wins one nil in Holland there, that's a 3-2 aggregate, aggregate, so Benfica moves on. Uh, Manchester United host Atletico Madrid. Uh, Atletico win, they're in Manchester. Again, away goals don't matter. So the, we got that weird situation now. But nonetheless, it's a 2-1 aggregate for Atleti, so they are moving on. Oh no, so sad. Some got it, some Ronaldo guys out. Oh, So both, both the uh, Ronaldos and the Messis are outie. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, 316 on Wednesday, you had uh, Juventus hosting Villarreal, and Villarreal showed up. My goodness, um, there was a one one tie going into this, and Villarreal put up three on Juventus as the visitors. Pretty amazing performance, uh, for a four to one aggregate Villarreal. Are yeah, moving on.
0: You see, you see what happens when Weston McKinney is not on your team.
1: Oh, that is a very good point, very astute, Rodrigo. Yes it's true it's true there were also some there was two penalties but then the uh there, there was a sick that torres goal was awesome i remember that and the oh by the way these were all in the uh the second half within about 15 minutes of one another like three goals in 15 minutes um then you had Lille hosting chelsea of course the the mess that is chelsea football club currently we spoke about that last week with uh, abramovich and the sanctions and how it's affecting the club and the players uh, nonetheless they win it's a uh, two to one chelsea uh four to one aggregate so they are moving on so your quarterfinalists are uh actually these this is the lineup now for the matches so chelsea will play Real madrid viola will play bayern uh man city will play atletico madrid and then you've got uh, benfica and liverpool some pretty good ones i, I think these there, there's some there's some favorites you'd probably expect Bayern to roll vrl but who knows other than that anything could happen yeah i watched that uh, probably over benfica but yeah uh,
0: some people some people like know that i grew up watching the bundesliga when i first moved to the states because that was the only thing that was being showed so um yesterday i got to catch the stuttgart game versus uh what's the what's the team that peppy's on I totally forget that
1: that is. Oh, he's at uh, Augsburg.
0: Yeah, thank you. So we were playing that game, and like, that was a bonkers finish to that game.
1: Mm.
0: When a game where that that Augsburg is winning ends up losing. <laughs>
1: so, Ouch. Oh. He still hasn't scored yet, right? I don't think. Well, he
0: didn't get any playing time this game. Oh yeah. Be- I don't know if it has to do with the call-ups or anything, but he was on the bench apparently. So I don't know.
1: Okay. All right, well, we'll see what happens with Champions League as we move through here. Um, for for Bridget's sake, we'll maybe, we'll maybe in solidarity, we'll be going for Liverpool and, and see how things pan out. No, never. Uh, never, says Rodrigo. No,
0: Liverpool is Liverpool.
1: CCL Fever, uh, 315, you had NYCFC go down to Guatemala for comunicaciones, and we saw these images, I thought of you, Rodrigo, of hundreds of fans outside the hotel with fireworks and noise, and initially it was we were a lot of people were thinking well they're trying to keep the uh nycfc crew up not them get sleep but it turns out they were actually all supporters for is just like partying in the streets so kind of like maybe backfiring a little bit trying to keep their own guys up i don't know i don't know because yeah. the result does that
0: does, does not show that right
1: hmm mm-hmm. it was a high scoring game uh community is actually win four to two. Uh, but it's so it's a five five tie on aggregate. But here in this one in uh CONCACOF Champions League, unlike the other Champions League, away goals do count. So with yeah. those two away goals and moves on.
0: So like so even though team. it was aggregate five five, yeah, yeah. The 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 the, the away goals value more, yeah. which I still don't get. So
1: which, uh what do you mean? Don't get. I don't. I don't, I don't find or? the reasoning like like the
0: like a goal so is like, like to me is a goal is a goal.
1: So you like the no away goal situation? Yeah, like I don't. I don't. Yeah, do like I, I,
0: I'm a. I'm a fan of that. It's just like it's like if you can, if you can score away. You know, then that's pretty much. You know, that's great. You can score. As The whole the thing that matters is scoring. It's not. Yeah.
1: What I kind of get the logic because then it helps with these like tiebreaker things or whatever. But having said that, I, I understand where you're coming from too. I guess I guess I don't really care. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it to get all messy and complicated, which tends to happen. Um, on the other side of CCL, you had Montreal and Cruz Azul. Montreal actually came from behind um, and I tied, tied 1-1, but it wasn't enough. Cruz Azul gets the 2-1 aggregates there moving on. And the kind of the one that surprised everyone, certainly surprised me, uh, New England went down to Mexico, went down to Azteca with a three nil um, lead.
0: Yeah, Agua three nil lead. lead.
1: Thank you. And and Pumas wakes up, apparently, and put on the exact same performance, the exact same score, three nil against New England there, which then, then they go to extra, eventually go to PKs. And they lose on PKs. Pumas move on 7-6. My goodness. Liga Miaki strikes back. And then
0: now now for sure, we do know that we'll have a a, a MLS team in the finals because the next round is uh, NYCFC versus Seattle, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, that was the one I I was going to mention still. Yeah, so later on, uh, Leon hosted the Sounders. They tied 1-1, but Seattle already put up on three three on them, so it was a 4-1 aggregate. But yes, you're correct. We have semifinals set. With uh, one side all MLS, NYCFC, Seattle, and one side Liga MX, Pumas Cruz Azul, so it will be a MLS uh, Liga MX final, as tends to be the case. Um, I I kind of love listening to uh, Andrew Weebe just squirm and and and. <laughs> and <squeak. laughs> that's right. That's right. He always puts so much hope and faith into this thing, and and. Just just comes crashing down. But yeah. regardless, I mean they, they were gunning so hard for an MLS final, which is which has never happened to guarantee a win. But this, this is what it is, man. It's fun like this. Like I I want it to be a, a MLS Liga Miyakis final. It's, it's yeah, I think that's be. what
0: that's what everyone wants, and that's what the selling yes. point is. And in addition to that, like my project my prediction that Su wins it all, and then Su gets hired by, oh, yeah, that's right. by Miami is still alive. <laughs> yeah.
1: You, you, now, dropped, what, you dropped that more theory last time. What more dramatic
0: scenario would you like if you had Seattle <laughs> versus Cruz Azul in the finals? I mean, that would just be epic.
1: This is some uh Rodrigo Anand stuff going on. Um, All right, let's do some. Um, oh, we got This Week in Racism making the comeback. What? Is that the thing yeah. still a thing? Apparently. Still a thing. Right? still a thing. Uh This happened in La Liga. It was uh, Real Madrid in Mallorca. And Vinicius Jr. from uh, Brazil. Um, I think he's Carioca. Yeah, I think he played for Rio before he came – or for, for Rio. He played for um, Flamengo in Rio before he came over, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, he's just running back, getting back into position. And I think it was the ref's mic that actually picks this up. One of the Mallorca players – I don't have to say it, but it, it has to do with bananas. With bananas, with bananas that with that, and
0: uh, retrieving bananas somewhere in there.
1: That's- exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you. I mean, it's pretty clear, even if it's off of just the referee's mic, and, and that caused a a pretty big uproar. And you know, ne- neither Rodrigo or I are, are huge fans or defenders of Real Madrid, but when it comes to attacks on on folks of African descent like this, so who was we'll it always have the said it good question i i do not have that name so nothing
0: nothing nothing came because this is this is news to me so i don't know much about it so nothing came out of the situation yeah
1: i i, I haven't i haven't heard I'll, I'll i'll let you take the next one because it's related and while you do that I'll, I'll take a little dive and see if i can get more info on all that we have a few more so rodrigo take it away
0: all right so uh, and um and well change your pace kind of thing but not really uh if you guys know who the black swans are they uh our orlando Pride supporter group and um, in one of the games, they had a sign that, you know, um, just said the word, had the word gay on it. Uh, just simple as that. That was one of their banners or, or part of the TIFO thing. And um, the statement they put it, they said that uh, the statement says, Tonight we had a simple banner that said gay and we were forced to remove it for political reasons. After several discussions with the front office, they decided that we cannot display it. We are standing, with our LGBTQI+ community, and we will not have any drums, coordinated chants, or smoke until our concerns are addressed with mutual agreement between parties. We are very disappointed in this decision, as we feel strongly that this is a human rights statement and not political. And I think that plays on to exactly what the atmosphere is in Florida at the moment with the with the with that bill that's going around. And unfortunately. Um, people don't realize that supporters groups and making statements are, are part of, uh, I've been part of life for, I don't know, X amount of, you know, and it's really disappointing specifically because the Pride has put up previous statements like a couple weeks ago saying that they support their LGBTQ plus uh, communities and all the other stuff and they would not stand for all those stuff, but here they are feeling that they have to censor something like that or tell, tell the supporter group to do that. So that's a disappointing thing.
1: So, quick correction on the on the Real Madrid Vinicius Jr. Uh it, it came from the supporters and not a player, but it was still picked up in the on the mic. And uh here it is. What was La Liga's response? Absolutely nothing. Just a letter that amounted to no discipline or accountability for the club or the fan base. So, there you go.
0: Much ado about nothing. Exactly. Isn't is isn't that a play? Hmm.
1: It is. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there was another one too, kind of related to what you were talking about, Rodrigo. Um, yeah. Happened in NWSL.
0: Yep. It's actually happening during the challenge cup. So the uproar NC, which is the North Carolina courage uh, supporters group. They also put a, a, a different statement, a similar statement to the, the black swans. Um, the uproar will not drum or chant during the challenge cup in solidarity with the LGBTQIA plus Members of our community will no longer feel welcome or safe at our stadium. We will use our silence to highlight their absence NC courage is our team. We continue to support the players. However, the leadership of our front office refuses to do any meaningful work to address and rectify the harm they have caused. It is because we love this team that we hold them to these minimum standards of equity and inclusion. And you know what? Out of these two statements, I love this statement the most. I think that one is the one that's actually calling for change.
1: Agreed, agreed. Um FA Cup. I, I just thought this was pretty funny. A very a very English burn from Middlesbrough who are hosting Chelsea. Um you know, let, let let me get into some some high English uh upper class Downton Abbey Abbey here. Let me run through this. So this is from Middlesbrough. They say <clears throat> We are aware of Chelsea's request to have Saturday's Emirates FA Cup sixth round tie played behind closed doors and find their suggestion both bizarre and without any merit whatsoever. Skim a little bit. Given the reasons for these sanctions for Chelsea to seek to invoke sporting integrity as reason for the game being played behind closed doors is ironic in the extreme. <laughs> it's pretty pretty funny. pretty. Pretty slick, very English digs. Um That's by the way, well they done. Up... all you. I
0: can all I can do in that kind of accent is, is talk about the loo or tea and biscuits and
1: <laughs> it's tea time in the middle It's bro. tea time. So and, they, and, and of course Gubna. Uh, Gubna. Yes. They they lost, by the way. Uh, Chelsea ended up actually winning that match 2-0. You know, but it, it was just funny to see them like <laughs> this is how the English throw shade. <laughs> right, you know. <laughs> which
0: explains why shakespeare just wrote you know so much yep yeah takes, takes the whole page to be able to tell him you know here's our shade
1: here speaking of the of the epl here's a double for you a little bit rodrigo with with everton hosting newcastle and everton wins but the real story is the protest that kind of happened with a, a buddy a, some guy just uh protesting oil he's wearing a shirt that says just stop i think it just just stop drilling or something like that and Ties his neck to the goalpost and you know all the all the staff have to come out there and stop the match and get him untied and do that thing. Um, obviously against the Saudi regime and and all the uh the complications and death and destruction right. and terror that comes from oil, uh as we're seeing with the situation in in Russia and Ukraine right now. Um uh, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe there'll be more of this. What do you think? With with what's happening? I hope in so. I mean, I yeah. hope
0: that if we're going to hold hold uh, Chelsea accountable, we hold the rest of the league accountable as well too. Right. And so, like I like I applaud this 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 uh, form of freedom of expression. I totally I, I agree with it. Um, I just hope that this starts happening in other places as well too
1: right mm-hmm.
0: and you know we know qatar is going to happen regardless whether what we say or not but we're still going to say what we what we want to say there so I think there
1: the- might be some interesting a- actions around that situation too i'm I'm curious to see how things play out over the next few months or even when the thing starts I mean, i'm i don't know i don't know what's going to happen and you asked the interesting question earlier before we started recording was was this person a a tottenham fa- all right rather an everton fan or a newcastle fan and right i don't know i don't have the answer
0: i think i think mj uh, this is a challenge for MJ because we know he never listens or never downloads, just clicks. Um, MJ, if you can find out if this person is an Everton fan or a Newcastle fan, that would be amazing because Let if it's a know. Newcastle fan, then this is double weight on that. So
1: uh, Rodrigo, what do you think about the uh, the rumor here of Neymar possibly to Newcastle If going going from a whole bunch of dirty oil money to even more dirty oil money?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, if we're talking about dirty oil money, in Neymar then this totally falls in his wheelhouse at the same time I just think I just think Neymar likes to be the highlight of every league and currently in the French League he is the highlight like he's one of the few highlights of Southern Mbappe, right and so like being in the EPL means he has to share and he's not that great at sharing unless you know he's
1: that's an understatement yeah so
0: so yeah we'll see
1: But that said, if they throw like 500 million whatever dollars out of and buy him an island, who knows where? I mean, you know, in Qatar, (laughs) they'll just give you. Right, right,
0: right. You buy him a (laughs) Qatar or like, you know,
1: you you are now the Sultan of Qatar. Congratulations, Neymar.
0: You know, just buy him a big old like cruiser, like one of those cruising ships and be like, this is now your floating island. Oh, a yacht. No, no, no. A, a cruise, a cruiser ship. One of those big old cruisers, Oh, like oh that's
1: like like the carnival cruise.
0: Just, yeah, this is this is now yours. We we will give you sanctity as
1: a and we will you give get, you get,
0: diplomatic immunity. Whatever happens on this on this boat the, is the, doesn't go anywhere.
1: Name our COVID box. <laughs> Are we perfect? In the middle of the ocean. Like, uh, that's where all, it.
0: like, the, you know, it, it would be the next Netflix series, right? You know, yeah. reality
1: TV, the, Neymar. That reminds me. I got to watch the one that's up there right now. I haven't seen it yet. Um, Copa do Brasil. Uh, Goiás doing doing good things. Since they've got this new coach, things are starting to move, which is nice to see. They beat Crisiuma in the second round. They're off to stage three, which is kind of where the, the big boys, as it were, uh they all enter and it, 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 the fourth round then it starts getting the knockouts in round of 16. it's been a long time honestly since they've been in, in stage three so um kind of exciting uh Copa do Brasil. for listeners that may not know that's your equivalent of like the Open Cup or the FA Cup or whatever but the cool thing is the winner gets a direct line to the uh Libertadores so that'd be a sneaky way if Goias could miraculously pull that off uh to get into Libertadores and they're actually playing in the uh the Guayano, which is like the state tournament semifinal today, I would imagine they'll win and probably be in the final. So, not that that's a you know this is all preseasoning. This is how they do their preseason stuff, so it's not a huge deal. But it's kind of a trophy that you want to win, you know. what I'm saying it's like shouldn't be that stressful to win the state tournament and just have that have that trophy and get moving with a positive vibes for the start of the season in April. I put the uh, African. Champions League in here as well. Just a couple scores. Um, Mambalodi Sundowns from South Africa. Overall, Hilal 4-2. Um, there is a galaxy, by the way, over there. I forget which country they're from. Um, but Esperance from Tunisia beats them 3-0. Uh Belusida beats Etoile du Sahel. Uh Petro Atletico from um where are they from? Angola, Zamalek, Thai nil-nil, and then Sagrada Esperanza. I think they're also angola they host and lose to casablanca where that casablanca so we're getting close to the knockout rounds there as well and in group a the sundowns are the only undefeated team currently they're at 13 points uh alahi at second with seven we we just recently saw them in the club world cup representing the region there uh b has casablanca at 12 and setif at nine See Esperanza at 11, and Belucidad at 11. So more than likely, those would be the teams moving on. We talked about that already. I think we're ready for good news with it. I wish you got anything else to throw in here. I got a lot of good news ones, actually.
0: I know. Me too. Let's go. Let's go. And on a
1: great note. Red Star Belgrade, who don't always have the the most, let's say, progressive and inclusive supporters, <laughs> um, had a really, really cool uh super interesting TIFO they did for their uh, Europa League match. I can't remember who they played, but the, the the narrative and the story here is that basically they took every U.S. and NATO military operation, and it took how many lines here? One, two, three, four, five, I, I six don't know lines spread across.
0: Every one. I think we're missing one in
1: 1971. But Oh, is that, is that the Peruvian one they forgot?
0: No, no, Peru. No, no,
1: Chile. Allende.
0: Ah i thought Chile.
1: i could have sworn chile was in there
0: I, I cannot see chile if someone if someone can verify if chile is on this list and we missed it please let us know because that's please. a big one for me
1: yeah yeah of course i think you're right because it, it, it goes from it goes from greece 67 to right because you look at argentina you look at, 76 yeah here we are right. talking
0: politics and soccer so if anyone doesn't think that that politics and supported groups have anything here? We, here's a big example: Korea, 1950; Guatemala, 54; Indonesia, 58; Cuba. You have to go through all
1: of them. There's a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: Vietnam, 61. But, but I think you're right. Congo, yeah. There's no 71 there. in, in, in in Chile, so.
1: And, and at first I thought there was just this was just NATO, but obviously there's a lot of just strictly U.S. ones when they were especially dealing with Latin America. Well, I mean, was,
0: you know, I mean, you would yeah, say yeah, the biggest NATO. So exactly, like I was
1: gonna say it's it's very tied and incestuous. Exactly. I mean, but it was really kudos. cool. It's really. No, yes, it's really right. cool. I loved it. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Because the, so good on the name good it and then nice. the
0: best thing that they say is all we say is give him peace
1: a chance. So that's yep. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the very last that's line. Dude, all we're saying is give peace a chance. So well done, uh, Red Star supporters. Good stuff. Um, Leeds go to Wolves and just a wild, wild match uh five goals final is 3-2 so Leeds United win that would be Jesse March's second win in a row so good on him it's so good to see you get that kind of a start uh he has a great moment kind of embracing the Ted Lasso thing again um talking to the press afterwards and basically saying how much the the team has bought in how much they've got this great unity and community and everybody's with him and blah 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 and he basically looks right at all these reporters and be like you know they don't make fun of my accent like you all do it was fire just spectacular great, great great moment yeah great I great think moment.
0: i'm wishing wishing jesse the best in that I mean, it, it, he's in a situation where he, he can do it, right? He does his, you know, I think, what where are the current standings of Leeds? I think that, aren't they,
1: they 16th, are, 17th? They're above Everton. I think Everton are right at the line. So, yeah, that'd be what? 17th, yeah. Seven, yeah. Yep.
0: So, I mean, as long as they don't get relegated, he's done his job. Now, if he, he keeps they doing things back? like this, yeah. 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 Plus, you know, good. it doesn't hurt to have a Rodrigo on your team.
1: So, oh, uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of that, okay, this is the other good news portion of this one with Leeds. So Eiling, he's from somewhere in North Nordic, I think I can't remember. Uh has, he scores the third goal in stoppage time to the winning goal, in fact, to make it three to two. And there, there's two facets of this. My my daughter and I were actually laughing at this because it's so funny. Um, he he has this celebration and just a absolute trash garbage attempt at doing some kind of an Olympic uh uh round off to a flip or stuff like that. It is hilarious I and, saw and, it. How, yeah, and how terrible it is it is so bad it's like <laughs> it's so it's funny like,
0: it's like when you're when you take your kid to tumbling class
1: yeah learning to tumbling and apparently
0: right. apparently this, this player did not know how to tumble so
1: or, or you're just really trashed and you're like hey I can do a cartwheel and a flip watch this oh,
0: right. <laughs> all you need is a sprinkler that's all you need yeah. like I can do but, this on the sprinkler watch me but,
1: but what's so funny too Rodrigo, is like he he's you could see him like processing it real time what am i going to do what am i going to do how am i going to celebrate and he pushes his teammates away like give me space give me space this is going to be epic and then it's just like <laughs> it's just this yeah. epic fail mm-hmm. that <laughs> so is funny. uh as
0: as they say it football is life
1: so. yep yep it was it was spectacular so that brought me joy um anything else yeah
0: so um i don't know if anyone watches um you know this is this is something to do for cousin Jeff, right? Um, so in the Atlanta United pregame show, I don't know if you guys know who Jillian is, she's part of the call-up, all the other stuff. One of my, you know, one of the podcasts I listen to a lot. Uh, but um they had Tiffany Haddish just kind of like in their pregame, just kind of broke in.
1: Oh, this was spectacular. And yes. she shot her so shot good.
0: at uh none other than who. Eric.
1: i do <laughs> and Mo said, i do right and he's so like, good
0: you you know you got you got no ring on your finger you <laughs> you got nice teeth he's like he's like are you a soccer player and then like a little yeah. literally like he's like no. I'm, i mean minute. i was
1: i'm retired <laughs>
0: it's like the best minute like I, I think one of my favorite things is like he's shooting a shot he's like you're making me blush and you're making me nervous well, yeah, she and goes, then like she goes, and goes, then like oh, jillian's I, like jillian's like hey you know i talked to you earlier Tiffany's she's like oh no we're cool we're cool i'm not worried about you <laughs> and then she's uh, like yeah like you no, know, we're here we're ready we're ready so that like i mean i i love that i think uh that was awesome the, the one
1: it wasn't her it was somebody else that chimed in and was just like oh you don't know this guy this is Moedu, right, uh, right 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 you u.s legend and she's just like i don't care who he is you're a sexy man that's all i can see <laughs>
0: Right and then Jillian towards the cuz there's only like a minute clip but if you look if you find the longer clip that like Jillian starts asking questions and about that it but you know so it was awesome you know it was so good it it, it was great it was great that was that that I mean, that brought so much joy to me just be able to yeah. see that on, on live tv it was great yeah. <laughs> it was great so cousin All Jeff right. rank rate that for us
1: yeah 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 very good that, those are some good ones to end with um thank you Rodrigo uh Bridget we miss you you know you're doing you're doing family things so enjoy um we have a Patreon uh, listeners at uh, I'm uh, sorry, patreon.com backslash mn football show, uh, where I throw some some cuts every once in a while of things. Um, and maybe we'll get some more stuff up there as well, but uh, it's good to be back out. Uh, it's nice outside at these matches, yes. So if you want to come say hi, uh, um, yeah. please do talk to mm-hmm. us. We we, we love oh, now that we actually like see one another and yeah. communicate, and it's good.
0: I gotta buy one of those, uh, but as a splash guards on my bike, so I can start using it now that it's wet mm-hmm. outside. So
1: they're cheap. I've got, I've got, I've got one. That's really nice. Um Send me removable. links. Everyone. Removable. Just pop it, clip it on, clip it off when you need it. Yeah. Easy. The other thing I
0: need to buy too, is that attachment to the back of my hatchback so I can put bikes on there. Mm-hmm. So I can, me and G can go out and, and, and do bike parks, all that stuff. So,
1: yep. Cool. Well, Next week we'll we'll have some updates especially on the international side with right. uh mm-hmm. US and Mexico and this big one for Rodrigo. <laughs> right. I will
0: either I will either not show up for this or <laughs> just you know. I will be so inebriated because I my i going to say
1: yeah, regardless of the result there might be Rodrigo on the couch with an empty bottle of pisco. <laughs> exactly. And it's only
0: 10 a.m. That's a, that that could be the only thing. And I'm pretty sure Nubia will will tweet it out. Uh like that one time when we had well yeah like middle of the pandemic. And we had our, what else is that we had? We had elections. We had mm-hmm. our uh, partnership with top clouds and mm-hmm. Peru doing something else and all mixed in together. And I think I was passed out by like 11. So.
1: Perfect. Well, that's the best way to end. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Rodrigo. Deja.
0: Talk to you all later.